Hey, a friend, you're now listening to the Shine to Five Method for Side Hustlers podcast, and I'm your host, Kristen and James. But since you're here, that means that we're peeps, so you can call me CJ. The Shine to Five Method is a hub to help women identified professionals who have a side hustle go from having a boss to being a boss. So listen for tips, guest expert advice, and my personal stories that will inspire and motivate you to take consistent action and shine in your own business so you can break free of your employee mindset. Girl, before you know it, you'll be well on your way out of your nine to five for good. But only if that's what you want. On that note, let's get into this week's episode. Hey, a friend, how are you doing? No, like seriously, tell me, how are you doing? How's your mental health, your spiritual health, your, your, your physical health, your emotional health, everything. Let me really know how you're doing. When you slide in my DMs on Instagram or Twitter at Kristen and James. Can I also say, before we get into the episode, can I just also say, if you have found me through this on Instagram or social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, all the links are always in the bio. Visit my website, kristennjames.com to get all my social links. But if you have found me through listening to this podcast and you sought me out on social media and now we're peeps, you slid in my DMs and you said, hey, I listened to your podcast. I just want to say I truly, truly appreciate you. Like you are, you are here right now listening to me. Just know that I totally appreciate you. And I hope you understand by every single time you click a link to listen to my podcast, you, you are making my heart sing. Okay. So I just want to, you keep reaching out. Let me know how I really do. I, I legit want to know how you're doing. So find me, come, let's chat. Let's chat. Slide in my DMs. Ask me something. Tell me how you're doing at Kristen and James. Let's talk. Let's talk. Okay. If you need somebody to talk, your girl CJ is here. So I know that there are some nine to fivers who listen, even though they don't have a side hustle. And I really talk about appreciation. I really appreciate that you still want to hang out with me. That means so much to me. So if you fall into that category of just being a nine to fiver, you just like hanging out with CJ, you know, I don't want to listen to my voice, I love getting my tips. You might think by reading the title that this only applies to entrepreneurs, but let me tell you something. That, my friend, is not the case. You will absolutely positively get something out of this. Trust me, just keep listening. Because listen, burnout doesn't just happen in entrepreneurship anyway. I remember how tired my nine to five used to have me feeling, and there are many other areas of life, especially for women, where you can feel burnt out especially when we're pouring into everyone else and not ourselves, right? So basically what I'm saying is this. This episode is for everyone. (laughs) So if you're here and you're listening, continue listening, you will definitely get something out of this. But of course, I have to set things up to serve my ideal client who is the side hustler that's working towards becoming a full-time entrepreneur and then making that transition. It's going to... It's going to to be a lot of challenges with that transition, okay? 
So let's let's jump right into it. Okay, we're not jumping right into it because I had a whole spiel that I just did at the beginning there. But right now we're actually jumping right into it, okay? The first thing is that I did. This is how I was able to manage, avoid. Now it's, first it was managing burnout, now it's avoiding burnout. The first thing is I learned to do was set clear boundaries. Set clear boundaries. Know what boundaries mean to you. Boundaries can be rules for other people, can be rules for yourself. But I learned how to recognize when something does not serve me so that I can say no. Or in my case, oh, I don't care for that. I stopped doing things that I didn't want to because others wanted to or expected me to. I had already spent quite a bit of my life doing that. I was a people pleaser. I really was. I just, it was so important to me. Look how I start every episode. I'm like, I need you to let me know how you're doing. And it's so important to me to let's always know that the people around me are taken care of. That's just who I am. So I had already spent quite a bit of my life doing that. You know, I needed, I needed to set boundaries. So I couldn't start this new journey, this transition into entrepreneurship, carrying that weight of knowing that I can't meet everyone's expectations. I can't be there for everyone. I can't do the things for other people because they're expecting it from me all the time. It is exhausting. So I had to learn what boundaries I needed to set, what area of my life I needed to set the boundary, which relationships really needed those boundaries. And I got to work. It took a while. I'm not going to front. I'm not going to front. It took a while to get to where I am now. But I, one of the things I learned very, very early on in my transition was to set clear boundaries. And then number two, the second thing that I worked on, the second thing that I worked on was my mindset. There are a lot of beliefs and conditioning that I had to work on getting over, including being a people pleaser. So I started getting into the habit of digging deeper and challenging my own way of thinking. It was such a huge, scary journey to adjust to not returning to the nine to five setting that was so familiar and comfortable for me. I started to remind myself that I did turn down. (laughs) I turned down that other very attractive job offer and I decided to step into this world because I was ready for it. This meant letting go of many thoughts and beliefs and stories that no longer serve me and open myself up for up to the possibilities to the point now where I am also a certified master mindset coach. A master mindset is everything. I learned that very early on. Growth mindset, fixed mindset. What are you open to? What needs to change? Why aren't things happening? Why am I not moving forward? Why do I expect this? Why do I want to stay comfortable? Why is change so scary? Why am I concerned with what other people think about me? What other people expect of me? I just, everything, everything, everything. I questioned everything. And I challenged my old way of thinking to develop a new open way of thinking, a growth mindset. So I can be open to the possibility of truly adapting 
as an entrepreneur. Mindset. Work on your mindset is everything. It is truly, truly everything. Number three, I incorporated self-care. I will always mention this. I feel like I talk about it on every episode (laughs) at this point. I am mentioning some sort of self-care. Be it taking breaks and doing things in time blocking. All that is actually self-care. It is all self-care. You're taking care of yourself, whatever that looks like for you. At the beginning, I asked you to let me know how your mental, emotional, spiritual, physical health, your self in those different areas is doing. If you can take care of yourself in those areas, that is self-care. So I started tapping into what I want and need, how I felt, why I felt certain ways, what I needed to do to feel better. I had to learn how to fill my cup and then pour into others from the overflow from my cup. When I was able to fill my cup, when I'm able to take care of myself, I can show up better as an entrepreneur, as a coach, as a coach that wants to be able to provide the best results for my clients and to make it all about my clients, when I'm in that space, I had to learn how to incorporate self-care and take care of myself on my own time. Otherwise, I can't pour into anyone. There's nothing left. I can't pour from an empty cup. So I can't serve my clients and help them to get the results that they desire if I'm not taking care of myself. That's the reality of it. And number four, I hired a coach. I hired a coach from very early on. My first coach, hey, pink coach, was my saving grace in so many ways. She helped me get a lot of clarity as I worked on overcoming imposter syndrome that had me asking the question, why would anyone want to hire me? I'm a new coach and there's so many coaches out there. Does that sound familiar? So many other people are doing it. So many. Why would the, how dare I? I shouldn't want to and I shouldn't. Oh my God, it's so, I'm just thinking about and just uttering all those words. I'm tired. (laughs) I'm actually exhausted. I had to overcome that imposter syndrome. Be sure to check out those episodes when I talk about overcoming imposter syndrome. So I learned how to leverage my competitive advantage. What sets me apart? Yeah, there's a quadrillion other coaches out there. I am fully aware of that. They're not CJ. They're not me. They're not the hosting this this podcast right now. They're not the ones that are whatever my special, my secret sauce is that I can pour into my client. They don't have what I have. So let there be a quadrillion coaches. I welcome it. I'm open to it. There's room at the top as far as I'm concerned. But the pink coach, she really helped held space for me in some really down, dark, <laughs> wow, dark moments when I felt like I had hit a wall in my business and things had just plateaued. I was doing really, really, really well, and I was so excited, and I'm so pumped, and I'm, I got my own business. Look at me, I'm an entrepreneur, and everyone was so excited, and then, boom, I hit a wall. It happens. You plateau. You plateau. This is why I am big on coaching and hiring a coach because I know from firsthand experience, I really, I really couldn't do it without a coach. And I've always had a coach in some capacity since I started my business 
I've had a couple other coaches since then, and they've all been able to offer me value in different areas of my business so that my business could continue to grow. And one thing I remember in those low, low, low moments and talking to, to Claudine about it, I remember her saying, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. And that has carried me through some really, really rough patches ever since. It still gets rough. I'm not even going to front. It still gets very, very rough. And I always remember, I of course, you remember why you started. I remember this is what I'm meant to be doing. It gets tough. But hey, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And here I am. I'm still doing it. I still have so much to celebrate. And look at how far I've come. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. And number five is tied to number four. Number five is I found my people. I started attending networking events to connect with other women in business, other women entrepreneurs. It was a great way to expand my reach. And while that happened, I found the other women entrepreneurs who became my my source of support, my cheerleaders, my accountability mastermind, my, my, my evangelist, you name it. These women are just in my corner talk about business besties. And I no longer, once I found them, I no longer felt like I had to do all the heavy lifting myself, that I had to take on all the responsibility because I started this business and this was my thing. I learned how to lean on these women and they've really, really championed me and they celebrate with me and I celebrate with them. When they accomplish something in their business, uh, that's a win for me too. <laughs> so shout out to D-Boss or Buck and Hadriana Leo. They were, of course, also guests on the podcast. Obviously, I had to have them as guests on the podcast. So if you want to listen to our episode, it was back in August 2021. It takes a village. Scroll back and hear me, hear me vibe with them. You'll get to, you get get some good insight and you also get a good chuckle because it's basically like you're sitting in on one of our mastermind calls that we really carried each other through that pandemic, through the lockdown, all that stuff that happened. These women, man, I tell you, I found my people and that has really helped me to get through some really low points in my business. And number six, other thing that helped me to avoid burnout, I hired a VA. It had gotten to a point where I had to say, okay, CJ, this, this, I'm doing something. I'm like, this is not, this is not in your zone of genius, sis. Why are you spending time on it? Why are you doing this right now? This isn't, you, you, you want to be coaching. You want to be attracting leads. You want to be connecting with your ideal. What are you doing? Come on, come on, girl. What are you doing? You know that you don't enjoy this. Come on, sis. <laughs> I had to talk myself through it. I was coaching myself through it. Okay. I was generating consistent income at this point, and I knew that I just had to take this, take make this decision like the girl boss that I am. Make a CEO move. Oprah don't be sitting there answering her own emails and doing all these little menial tasks. Oprah delegates. So CJ was going to delegate like the boss that I am. Because we learn, we quickly will burn out. And if we have the capacity to delegate, delegate, 
hire someone to help you through. They are there and they're ready and they're able to help you with these tasks. Time is money. Time is money. So I invested money into someone that helped me to better manage my time, to free up my time to coach some more, to connect with my ideal clients some more, to avoid burnout. So these are the six things that have helped me from my transition to this day. I continue with all of them to avoid burnout during my transition to entrepreneurship. I set clear boundaries. I remember these days. I set clear boundaries. I started saying, I don't care for that. I started working on my mindset. The more I dug deeper and I questioned, I questioned everything, everything, fam, everything. I worked on my mindset which helped me to, number three, incorporate self-care. And part of my self-care was being able to pour into my business and to pour into my business. Number four, I hired a coach. And knowing that I needed the consistent support, I found my people to help me through the rough patches, to help me get clarity and to get insight and feedback, any idea there was a point when any, and still to this day, any idea that I put out, there were a team of people giving me feedback and insight on it before I put it out there. And number six, I delegated. I started delegating. I hired a VA. Oh my God. It's such a relief to be able to get that help. It's such a relief to know that when you find someone good, of course, yes, there are many options for VAs. Know exactly what areas you want help in know exactly what your budget is, how much you can afford so that you can spend more time in your zone of genius. Oh my goodness. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening again, hanging out with your girl, CJ. If you are going through the transition from employee to entrepreneur, if you're thinking about it, you started a side hustle, you're working on it, you're loving it. And it's like, but it's so comfortable being at my nine to five because of the benefits and the stability and the predictability and, and all this other stuff. Ah, oh, can I do it? Can I, can I transition? Can I leave my nine? Yeah. The answer is, listen, if I could do it, so can you, if you need some help, you need some support, you need some guidance, you need some clarity, you need accountability, reach out to me. The link is in the show notes. It's just 15 minutes. Let us talk. That's all we're doing is we're having a conversation. I'm not going to try to talk you into doing nothing that you don't want to do. All right. I am not the one, but at least we can have a chat. It's only 15 minutes. I do hope to hear from you. I really do. But re more than anything, I appreciate you being here with me and listening all the way through. You are the absolute best. You are the best. Be sure to leave that review and share these episodes. Please, please, I appreciate you. And I will see you at the next episode, right? We're hanging out some more. Just say that. It's only bye for now. I'll talk to you soon. So that's it for this week. But before you go, let me know. Hey, that rhymed. Anyway, what was your favorite part? Actually, you know what I'd love? 
for you to share your thoughts in a review. And better yet, sharing is caring. So share this episode with a friend. Want to talk to me directly? Be sure to check out my website, kristennjames.com, and you can book your 15-minute intro call. And there's always a gift waiting for you in the show notes, so take a look. Until next week, and as I always say, have a sparkling day.